we were just in this beautiful cycle of energy and it was so profound and I just felt like we were one, completely one. Like there was no separation. It was just a cycle of energy flowing through. There was no beginning. There was no end. If you feel a desire to understand your pleasure and understand sex and orgasms in your body, start a self-pleasure practice, whatever that looks like for you. In climax, you are one with all of it. Pure oneness and bliss with all of it. That is consciousness. That is light. That is God. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to Light Legacy with me, Rohini Elise. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited about today's episode because we are talking about Tantra! (laughs) And more specifically, within Tantra, um, sacred sexuality, uh, the power within our sexual force, and the creation energy that is our Shiva and our Shakti, um, or rather the creation energy that is our Shakti. And the merging of these two forces, the merging of the feminine and the masculine within, I am so excited to just chat. Um, Yeah, this topic is my deepest interest, deepest passion. Um, And if you guys have been following me for a while, you know that I am a big, big advocate for self-pleasure and creating a sacred Um, self-pleasure practice. So we're going to talk all about that today. So let's begin. I'm so happy you're here. Get comfy, get cozy, light a candle, light some incense, put on a robe you feel sexy in, and yeah, let's chat. So this topic, so much to share, Um, but I had a completely completely reality expanding experience within an orgasm the other day and it really shifted things for me so I want to talk about and just share that story because it was oh wow and that experience really prompted and reconfirmed this deep knowing that I have that our healing and the healing of this planet really I believe can be found within the um, healing of our sexual energy. So the healing and the reverence and the devotion to our sexual energy. So, oh my gosh. (sighs) So this is a bit of a, uh, I can't really tell this story without some context. And so For some of you who are listening, this may be a big shock um, because I haven't shared it anywhere else, but you know the podcast fam is near and dear to my heart and um, I love you all, so I feel safe to share this with this audience, but um, big mic drop here, Sage and I are back together. Some of you maybe didn't even know that we split up, but we did, so yes, Sage and I are back together And that is an episode that I want to share with Sage and really go into this journey and also share more of my perspective um, and uh, just all of the backstory. I do want to share that at some point. Um, But 
yeah, we were apart. We were not together for six months and now we are back together and it has been incredible, an incredible, beautiful love story. Um, and the time apart was necessary for the path that we're on now. Um, so yeah, that's some context. I'll let that sink in for a moment. Some of you may be like, ah, what? Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm so happy. Um, yeah, so that's the context because you may be wondering, well, who are you having sex with, Rohini? I was having sex with Sage. <laughs> so this, which is why this, this experience was even possible because we were making love. It wasn't just, you know, a hookup. It was making love in the deepest sense. So I'll set the scene. So we had a beautiful day out on the lake. We were paddleboarding and hanging out in the sun. I was tanning topless and just like vibing, swimming. We were there for hours. It was so wonderful. It was like truly such a peaceful, beautiful day we spent together. And then um, we went back to his place and decided to get a little stoned with the intention of having um, sex, like getting high, working with Santa Maria, working with marijuana and, um, having sex. And I don't typically go for weed as a plant medicine. It's not usually my, um, you know, medicine that I opt for, but with sex, I find that it's really beautiful because for me, it like opens up my visual space a lot. Um, sense sensations are like heightened and deepened and, I, yeah, find it supportive for a beautiful sexual experience and also meditation. So we smoked and, um, I am a very much lightweight with, with some, some weed and I was trying to be all sexy and I was like, Oh, blow the smoke in my mouth. (laughs) And he took a huge hit, which I didn't know. And he blew it in my mouth and he blew the whole, the whole hit. And I, started coughing like crazy and long story short I got extremely high like blasted off and I haven't been uh like high on marijuana for quite a while not with this like level of awareness and my my like how do I explain it like my visuals and my sensations and just my reality is so expanded now that I can go in many other you know, realms and dimensions, just totally sober. But with substances, obviously it's expanded even more. (laughs) So getting blasted high really opened up a lot of, of realities. And this, I would not have felt comfortable or okay if I had been in like a public space, but it was a very safe, beautiful space, just the two of us. So anyway, I'm like super, super stoned and it hadn't even really fully kicked in yet. And, um, we moved to a very, very beautiful, sensual massage and using coconut oil. And he massaged me with so much love and care. And that's like a big, um, piece to a practice of sacred sexuality. It's like very intentional, Um, and there's a lot of love and like foreplay that's very like honoring of the body. Um, so massage is beautiful for that. And there's even such a thing as like a tantric massage, but 
he gave me this beautiful massage and I felt like I was just completely melting. I was so, so high at this point. I was just totally melting into the bed, but also like my field was so open that I was in like multiple dimensions at once like there was multiple timelines going on at once like I was seeing us in different places different like um like a beach and a like city and a farmhouse and like different times and different ages and as he was massaging me it was like it was like 10 sages were massaging me and 10 rohinis were receiving if that makes sense like there were so many layers that i was just like ah, couldn't even couldn't even talk or anything but i was so immersed in the pleasure that i just i was complete completely surrendered to it just like uh having such a wonderful experience just moaning and like just sighing and pleasure and oh it was amazing so by the time we were actually having sex like I was so oh what's the word melted and like open and my visuals were going crazy I was seeing seeing sounds and seeing sounds as colors and frequencies and the the piece that was really really transformative that I wanted to share that I've never experienced quite like this so there was so much going on within my field. Like I was truly in many dimensions and timelines at once. So it was it was like I really wasn't sure which one was actually real, like which one was happening. Well, you know, they're all real, but which one was occurring at that moment <laughs> because they were all stacked on top of each other. And one of them was like a really kinky scenario where I was in like latex and I was strapped to the bed with like these ties and it was like a role play type of scenario but that wasn't actually happening but I was feeling that so I was very turned on because it was like super hot I was being restrained and like I don't know it wasn't occurring in that present reality but it was occurring I was feeling it so I was so so turned on and the part that was just like oh blew my mind was when he was inside me like when we were having sex he was going really deep and I felt like, so, you know, when you're having sex and maybe your partner, if you are with a man, um, you feel him like very deep inside you. And at times it can be uncomfortable. It's like, oh, that's like, okay, that's my cervix. Like, you know, that's the, that's the end of it. But I felt an energetic like invitation to open more. To open to him more and it became this thing like how deeply can you open because that's the feminine the feminine opens the feminine receives the masculine penetrates um and so it was this energetic thing like how deeply can you open and then it became not just open physically for him but his emotions his his strengths his weaknesses his um you know his like becoming his anger like how how deeply can you open to all of it how deeply can you receive all of it and this was happening while we were having sex like with each like stroke deeper and deeper I felt myself opening and opening and opening and opening more and it felt like I could truly feel his life force rising up and up and up and up and up through my body and up through each chakra and as I opened more and I felt his life force rise up through my chakras I could see the color of the chakra that it 
that his life force was interacting with. So, you know, went up my body and I could see it and feel it. Meanwhile, I'm also in like seven other timelines, like being tied up and all this stuff. It was truly just mind blowing. But the, the, the thing that was so impactful was just like, how deeply can you open? And I, I feel like I really embodied the feminine essence and energy in that moment, like what it actually means to be in your receiving feminine. And I could feel just this softness and openness. And then once I fully, fully opened and I felt his life force like go all the way up through me, I then was able to like circle it back down through my centers, through my spine, through my chakras, and then send it back to him. And so I was working with sending the energy back down and back up to him and sending him my energy and creating this like beautiful cycle. And that's what the goal or rather the the devotion to um, a sacred sexuality practice is and a tantra, a sexual tantra practice is the merging of Shakti and Shiva, um, the merging of the masculine and the feminine. And of course, I, I've felt this and I understand this in other moments, but that was like such a visual, visceral representation of this divine um, union. And yeah, I, we were just in this beautiful cycle of energy and it was so profound and I just felt like we were one, completely one. Like there was no separation. It was just a cycle of energy flowing through. There was no beginning. There was no end. It was so beautiful. <laughs> and after I was just, I was a puddle. Also, I really couldn't talk. I was so high, <laughs> but I was just laying there and I was like, I just kind of shared a few words of what I experienced and like I could see like I could see the energy I could see our our union our merging um I think I also was like that was an initiation in tweed I feel like I crossed the threshold <laughs> because I haven't always had the best experiences smoking weed but that was like a new a new level of appreciation I reached for this medicine because it allowed me to experience that in a whole new way so wow I just share that because this act that we do, having sex, making love, fucking, it is so, <laughs> it is so sacred and it is so profound. And there are so many scriptures, texts, ancient philosophies around this because it holds so much juice. Like, well, for one, all of life is created from this act. So, of course, it's pretty freaking powerful. But spiritually, it is so, so profound. So profound. And I think I share this as an invitation of bringing intention and, and a sacred, a sense of sacredness into your sexual practices. Um, for me this yeah this practice with my sexuality has been like one of the biggest if not the biggest um like up levels within my own awareness because the self-pleasure practice that I have is every time I am like what was that what like more more sensation more downloads more um quantum timeline jumping more visions more 
messages that I receive from that practice more than, than plant medicine ceremonies often. Like I go so deep, but so high and so wide from, from pleasure. And I think it's like the key to me, it feels like the key. It's like this beautiful gem that we have within all of us. It's innately given to us. It is not appreciated or um, revered or worked with in a way in society that is like we're not working with this properly. There's so much here. There's so, so much here. And of course, in our society, sex has just become a marketing tool and the, you know, the norm, what kids are raised believing or seeing and being modeled for sex is so far away from what it's meant for and what it's created for like why were we given this this tool you know it's if it was just to procreate it wouldn't feel so fucking good like yes I guess to procreate it's an enticement that it feels good but it if it's just to procreate you wouldn't be able to go in other dimensions and have energy writhing up and down your spine and merging the Shakti and Shiva and um like it it wouldn't be so transformative but it is it so is I know there are animals that just have sex to procreate and they don't get pleasure from it I'm pretty sure that's like most mammals except like dolphins or something but we are lucky that we have this this pleasure built into our way of continuing life our evolution involves beautiful radical wild pleasure or at least it should it's there it's right there um and I'm very passionate about bringing that back it really feels like one of the the things I'm supposed to do here on earth is help to awaken and remind others of the portal that is your sexuality and I post that on Instagram a lot like orgasms are a portal and they truly are because you are one in that moment in climax you are one with all of it you are not thinking about anything else except pure bliss and ecstasy and what else is there but that like that is it pure oneness and bliss with all of it that is consciousness that is light that is um god you know that is it that is spirit knowing itself in the highest form the highest vibration so (laughs) i invite you to form a self-pleasure practice and if you have a partner to consider introducing a practice for the two of you um And the thing that really changes it is the intention, you know? And there are so many ways that within tantric sex, and tantra is not just sex. It's an entire yogic philosophy that is the merging of of all. It's it's oneness. It's the merging of divine, feminine, and sacred masculine into one. Um, And there are lots of different practices within tantra that have nothing to do with sex. But tantric sex is a very powerful pathway to reaching high high beautiful states of being so a few ways 
that this can be introduced? Well, for one, is first for you as an individual to sit down and feel and ask yourself. Sit down in meditation or with your journal or sit down in front of the mirror. Um, and even more powerfully could be sitting down in front of the mirror naked and, and looking at yourself and making eye contact with yourself and asking, like, do I feel comfortable in this space? Like, where where do I feel my pleasure? Where do I get my pleasure from? Do I outsource it? Do I feel that it's accessible within me? Um, do I feel comfortable expressing my sexuality for just for me when no one else is looking? Do I feel comfortable having beautiful wild orgasms and screaming and moaning when no one's around? Because it's very different. It's not performative in any way, shape, or form. It's only for you. And sometimes that's more scary. So really sitting down with yourself and, and kind of taking a a uh, poll. It's not quite the right word. Taking a survey <laughs> of of where you're at within your pleasure. How does it feel to seduce yourself? What would that look like? How can you bring yourself into a state of arousal naturally? Not with porn or with toys or with a partner, but just you. What does that look like? How can you find that within yourself? And I don't use any toys for my practice because they dull out the sensation of what is naturally possible. And I'm not saying I'm like hard no against it. Sometimes it's just a different practice. But when you're truly connecting with your own life force, connect with your own life force. Don't use anything else besides you in your natural state. You, I, I think you will find it is incredibly powerful and transformational. Like, whoa, this is within me? whoa, like just me. Okay. I'm very powerful. All right. Wow. Wow. Look at my capacity for joy and bliss and pleasure. Okay. All right. All right. Noted. Level up. (laughs) Beginning with something that turns you on. And for me, I love dancing. Y'all know this, (laughs) but like lighting a candle and dancing naked in front of the mirror it's just a beautiful sensual song and just like feeling my body, feeling my breasts, feeling my hair, watching myself and like no shame. There's no shame. You're the only one that is, is casting this judgment upon yourself. No one else can see you. It's just you. And this is a powerful practice to overcome a lot of old stories, a lot of fears, but feeling your body feeling your skin gently and delicately tracing your collarbones and your chest and your arms what does that feel like just breathing that's the most important part is to breathe and breathe and breathe throughout the whole thing the whole practice treat it as a meditation practice meditation within your pleasure a womb meditation or a tantric meditation like Breathe and hold intention and awareness throughout the whole thing. Welcoming anything that arises, taking note of it and letting it pass. And something that I love to use also that it's not a 
toy. To me, this feels very natural, but I also, you know, recommend using nothing to experience what that's like as well. But I really enjoy using a crystal yoni wand, which is like, it's a crystal dildo basically, but it's in the shape. It's like a natural shape. It doesn't look like a penis or anything. It's just like a, like a, yeah, natural. I don't know how many inches it is. Maybe like five. Um, I got it off of Etsy. They have a lot of beautiful ones. Make sure it's really good quality because obviously it's a sensitive area. <laughs> uh, make sure it's a yoni wand too. Um, but I have a blue one that I just love and it's so powerful. It brings in this really beautiful earth element and whatever the properties are of the crystal that you got will then be introduced into your field too, to work with. And there are different ones, like some are very healing for the womb space. If you have trauma there, some are clearing, some are activating, some are charging, like there's, it's really a beautiful tool and it's from the earth. So for me, it feels like I'm connecting more deeply with the elements and the earth and the crystal kingdom and charging myself. It's literally like if I'm tired or just not feeling it or, you know, whatever it is, 100% of the time, if I go into a self-pleasure practice afterwards, I feel like I just took the most restful, beautiful, delicious nap of my life, like slept eight hours. We have this ability within us and and an orgasm is a cycle of energy. It's a powerful climax and cycle of energy. But when you work with it intentionally, bringing awareness to this energy and where it's flowing within your body and intentionally bringing it up and down and cycling through, it literally cleans you out like completely head to toe cycles, all this fresh, wonderful creation energy through your body and cleans out any stagnancy the best way to start with this is with breath. So when you're doing a self-pleasure self-pleasure practice, um, once you're in a state of arousal and once you are in an orgasmic state, um, like bringing this, okay, like obviously the energy is concentrated like in your yoni, in your pussy. It's down there. That's where it's hot. You can feel it there. But what would it be like to, with your breath, bring it up your body, bring it up your chakras, through your sacral, through your solar plexus, through your heart, through your throat, up into your crown. That's always a goal through your third eye, up into your crown and holding it there. So I'll like bring it up with an inhale, swirl it to the top, and then I'll hold it at my crown or hold it at my third eye. And it just goes, I, I hold my breath and my visuals and my sensation just go absolutely bananas and I can just feel this charge of like powerful powerful cleansing clearing opening energy running up and down my spine up and down and up and down and up and down and it is magnificent to say the least and this practice like it's called a practice because it it involves devotion and it also is like a skill you know, and you can work with it. And it's, it's a language that you are understanding and learning about your body and about your energy and your being. So I've been very devoted to this practice for, I mean, this specific one with the crystal yoni wand, uh, probably like six months, but it's a regular practice, like probably every day, if not every other day, it is so potent for growth. And I understand my energy in a way that is like so much deeper, I feel like, than I would have without it. And 
my, because of this practice, because of the devotion to it, I now like have such long orgasms. Like they just last and last and last. And I'm able to start having uh, orgasms just from penetration without any other stimulation. And I never was able to do that before. And like my whole body is lit up in this way. And like I can hold my breath for super long. And my yoni is like super strong. Like, you know, Kegels, it's the same thing basically. Like having this practice of clenching, releasing, clenching, releasing, working with this beautiful yoni wand, like all of it is strengthening and building the muscles in your pussy, in your yoni. And it's all a strength, you know? It's it's a beautiful thing. So I guess the root of all of this is if you feel a desire to understand your pleasure and understand sex and orgasms in your body and your senses and your energy, like start a self-pleasure practice, whatever that looks like for you. If it looks like sitting in front of the mirror and eye gazing with yourself and just gently touching your skin and your legs and your hair and saying beautiful, positive affirmations to yourself or holding your womb and um, creating a space of safety and like love and healing for yourself, for your womb, like whatever it is, start wherever you feel comfortable. If you do feel comfortable to go more into it, working in front of the mirror is so powerful, so, so powerful um, because you see yourself in this vulnerable, beautiful, like incredibly embodied state when you're moaning and orgasming and writhing in pleasure like wow what a beautiful thing to witness you are how majestic how powerful how alive like what a goddess what a muse you are and so seeing yourself in that that way may boost confidence for when you're with a partner and just confidence that you can carry around with life with you um, in all areas of life it really is such a portal such a portal so most important parts of self-pleasure practice are intention breath and like touch like very gentle sensual touch how do you want to be seduced how would the best lover touch you you know what is your dream how do you dream to be touched you can give that to yourself and gratitude i always after i have my amazing (laughs) orgasmic bliss I lay there and I usually like hold my my breasts or hold my womb and just sit and breathe and go into a deeply meditative meditative state like wow just colors going everywhere fractals going everywhere lots of guidance coming through I often have a lot of ideas in that state but just nourishing the body and offering so much gratitude like thank you wow thank you for this this pleasure that i'm able to experience how beautiful capable and powerful this body is thank you thank you thank you thank you so i have this beautiful book that i'm going to start diving into more deeply um, called womb awakening initiatory wisdom from the creatrix of all life by azra bertrand and saren bertrand and um, this is a powerful book. I've seen a couple goddesses on Instagram refer to it as their Bible. So 
I'm really excited to dive into it and bring it with me. I'm going to Mount Shasta tomorrow for a quest, a spiritual quest. First stop on my quest, um, which was prompted by my Akashic reading. So I'm so excited, but I'm going to bring it with me and really dive into it. But there is this page that I flipped to that I wanted to read because it, um, talks about sacred sexuality and our wombs and I wanted to read it I thought it was very um, poignant so they're talking about sex and sensuality Um, we feel fully alive in this state colors shimmer brightly sounds are enchanting hearing the breeze through the trees is felt as a beautiful harmonic symphony there's a feeling of lightness quiet joy stillness and serenity that is very much connected to the flow and movement of life It is a feeling of dancing in the primordial stillness and singing in eternal silence. Oh, that's beautiful. It could be described as a different frequency or a different dimension, the dimension of love. But it is here on earth. When we reset our womb, clearing away all the shocks, traumas, and betrayals, a wave of innocent floods through us. This is our natural state of being. It is our true birthright. It is a gentle, radiating, all-encompassing softness that enraptures the soul. The gateway to this heaven lies. Oh, there's a typo. The gateway to this heaven lies within our wombs and sacred sexuality. Our sexuality is pure and immaculate, and only negative experiences and feelings stored in our wombs and sexual centers block this from being a lived reality. Sexual union with another is much like visiting a beautiful place in nature. We go there to commune, to enjoy, to play, to love, and restore. And we should leave the space in the same pristine condition we found it, without leaving our trash. But many of our sexual encounters have not honored the pristine nature of our womb. Many people have dumped their trash in some way, either subtle or shocking. Every lover or sexual encounter that does not honor our feminine soul or the sanctity of our womb sovereignty leaves a footprint in the pure landscape of our physical, sexual centers and our sexual energy body. Scientific studies now suggest that women may carry genetic material from the sperm of past lovers for years inside their body systems. This energetic residue could leave an imprint forever unless we decide to feel and release the memory and to gently discover, explore, and dissolve any negative footprints and allow ourselves to heal. This imprint is also passed down our ancestral line. We are born with a collective genetic footprint, the boot of oppression, where the feminine principle has been stamped out. We have been epigenetically modified by an anti-life, patriarchal system and the pain perpetuated by that. Every man has been birthed from a womb that holds many negative imprints, and from mothers who are wounded emotionally, sexually, and energetically, which often prevents true and loving bonds with their sons. This has, in turn, led men to inflict their own negative footprints on the women they connect with, who then birth more children from this wounded imprint, and the cycle keeps looping and degenerating. So there's a lot. That's just like half a page. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot to think about there. And I also would like to say I don't necessarily agree that every man has been birthed from a womb that holds many negative imprints, because I know Sage (laughs) and his mom has done a lot of work and I don't believe that he was born. I believe that he was born from a very beautiful, clear space and I can think of other people as well, but the idea is there, you know, like the, the majority of the population, it's true. And 
the phrase, we are not just healing for us, we heal seven generations back and seven generations forward. Like, there's this beautiful phrase, it's like, it's not that we are passing off the earth to our children, we are standing on the um, shoulders of our children, or something like that. Like, we have to do this work for them for them and also for our ancestors for everyone that came before and everyone that will come after because we pass on all of it we pass on all of it especially as women like this is the the portal for life to come through energetically there is not a more (laughs) who's playing with my crystal there is not a more um potent container than that talk about like energetic transfers and um the sensitivities like if I'm in a room with someone I can pick up on their vibe much less like someone a baby being in my womb but I just want to bring that into your space like when you heal primarily and most importantly you do it for yourself because you are deserving of being of being and feeling whole healed worthy safe loved within your being You do it for yourself, most importantly, but you also do it for everyone that came before and everyone that will come after. It is such a worthwhile journey to go on, no matter what has happened. No matter what has happened, you are worthy of healing. You are worthy of feeling empowered within your body, not scared or shameful. Your body is a beautiful beautiful vessel it is perfect it was given to you you chose this body and what a gift that is you walk around your heart beats you get to see you get to hug you get to sing and dance and laugh and eat good food and have good sex (laughs) you have all of the capabilities of a miraculous life within you And I really believe that womb healing, sexual healing is going to change the world. (laughs) It's changed my life. Um, And I am planning to go deeper within my studies um, with womb healing and get some certifications and do some training and um, be around elders and really learn more about this and read lots of books. I'm so, so drawn to this and just intuitively and through ceremonies and such like I have I have learned of um my my role and like the energy healing that I do is very focused on womb healing and mothers and motherhood and the the divine feminine and um yeah I'm very devoted to this so wanted to share that and also wanted to read this last little bit for you to think on it's an article by yogapedia about shiva and shakti and shiva and shakti are um the hindu um mythological characters i guess is one way to put it um to represent the divine masculine and divine feminine and when you hear about shakti It's life force, it's life energy. And one of my main prayers that I grew up saying was Om Namah Shivaya. 
And both are very, very deeply woven within the Indian culture, within the Hindu culture, within yoga. Um, So I'll just read this. Both Shiva and Shakti are alive in both men and women. It's said that our feminine side resides on our left side, while the masculine resides on the right side. We hold these energies within us, and when united, there's a complete balanced joy and presence within our very being. Accessing each of our divine natures, both masculine and feminine, can be both enlightening and surprising. However, we need to remember that we carry with us both aspects of the divine. Shiva is another name for the absolute reality or absolute consciousness that makes up our cosmos. Shiva is the transcendent aspect of cosmic consciousness or the source of everything and all that is. Shiva and his all-steadfast union between the internal and external world is often known as the Lord of Yoga. The power of Shiva's consciousness can bring great inner strength and spaciousness. Shiva is forever in union with Shakti his divine feminine consort. The nature of Shiva energy is steadfast, stable, peaceful, strong, and totally unmoved with complete presence. Shiva represents the state of being unmoved by pain or suffering brought on by the external world. He is centered, grounded, and compassionate. He can invoke his pure presence through meditation to call in the extraordinary qualities of Shiva into our own being. We can invoke his pure presence. (laughs) Direction, purpose, freedom, and awareness. These are our divinely masculine qualities. The masculine energy of Shiva is aware of everything that comes into creation. All the things of creation are birthed through this feminine aspect of Shakti, and all of us have these qualities within us as well. They are dance, movement, power, energy, and the freedom to become. Shiva is pure being in its stillness. Shakti is pure becoming in all her flow and creativity, as well as her endless opening to possibility. Your inner masculine side knows who he is and is purposeful in his knowing. There's deep wisdom and capacity for awareness. Shakti is exquisitely exquisitely beautiful with a flowing and shape-shifting quality to her, embracing reality as a dance. She is fluid, flowing, and powerfully flexible. Shakti energy can be wildly sensual, raw, and expressive. Shakti energy can be seen in everything that lives as it manifests while Shiva energy is formless. Things that have already come into being are made of Shakti energy. These two divinely sacred energies are equal and opposite forces. We can't have one without the other. We can integrate Shiva and Shakti within our inner consciousness, within our entire being. These sacred powers can open us up and transform our very being. The Shakti energy within us can take the form of prana, which is life force, and it can also take the form of kundalini energy the coiled energy that lies dormant at the base of the spine until it is unleashed. When this happens, a kundalini awakening occurs in which the shakti energy awakens and moves through the central channel along which the seven chakras reside. This is when deep cleansing, healing, and transformation takes place, and it all happens through the movement of shakti energy within. We can feel our shiva energy when we are the witness of the shakti. I think that's really important to say again. We can feel our Shiva energy when we are the witness of the Shakti. When we sit in meditation, cultivating clear presence and purpose, we are resting within our inner Shiva nature. Shiva holds space for Shakti to move through. Shiva gives direction to Shakti's shape-shifting energetic flow. 
So I think that was really um, beautiful article. Grateful I found it. And this is another beautiful embodiment, another way of looking at our quest, our journey as humans becoming our divine our divine selves on the journey of becoming, on the journey of embodying the cosmos, <laughs> the consciousness, the spirit, the oneness, all of it. It's the merging of divine feminine and sacred masculine. Divine masculine, sacred masculine, same thing. <laughs> um, because it's one. It's the yin and the yang. It's the exact same principle. There is not light without dark. There is not feminine without masculine. It is all in perfect harmony and balance. There is both always, and we are both always. So how can you sit in stillness and witness the creation and perhaps the chaos that is within you? You know, the divine feminine is chaotic at times. She's creating, she's swirling around, she's formless, she's everywhere. How can you sit in a place of stillness and safety and understanding and witness all of it with love and compassion? It is powerful. And within sex, we have the opportunity again to merge these two. When I am having my sacred self-pleasure practice, oh my God, kundalini just writhing up and down and I'm holding space for myself to expand and expand. I am so in the union of Shakti and Shiva in these states. It's just beautiful i i'm so grateful for this opportunity of life to be in this this body to experience this pleasure so um i think i'm gonna wrap it up i hope that this was expansive for you um or got you thinking or moving or grooving and um yeah i really invite you to explore this further and to perhaps treat your pleasure as the most sacred thing that you have what would your life look like if you treated your pleasure as the thing the thing the key ah sending you lots of love on this beautiful day i'm so grateful that you exist at this time in this space in this place thank you for tuning in if you like this pod Share it with a friend and leave a review. That would be super cool. And I will talk to you very soon. I love you. I love you. Thank you. You divine embodiments. Shiva and Shakti residing in human form. All right. Bye.